This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Discount Tire presents on the rubber a look at both teams' pitching numbers through six innings. Discount Tire, let's get you taken care of. BYU through six, six hits, three runs, all earned. Four strikeouts, three bases on balls, 84 pitches thrown by the Cougs. Nebraska pitching through six. As leading off is Hayden Latham here in the seventh and takes strike one. Nebraska pitching through six, four hits, two runs both earned, two strikeouts and a walk. A wild pitch and a hit batsman, 84 pitches thrown by the home team. 3-2, top seven, and a swing and a miss from Josh Cowden. Cowden pitch hitting for Latham, by the way. So Josh Cowden hitting lefty. And as the first hitter of the BYU seventh, Cougs down 3-2. Cougs on the comeback trail again. They've won their first two games of this series in comeback fashion. The 0-2, and that's a three-pitch strikeout, but it's third strike, not caught. And then the throw is gone. It's away at first, and Cowden will reach over the head of the first baseman. The throw from the catcher, Everett. So Josh Cowden reaches on a third strike, not caught, and an error on the catcher. A throwing error allows Cowden to reach. Oh, the Cougs catch a break on the strikeout. And the third strike not caught. So Josh Cowden will now lead to a second consecutive pinch hitter in Brian Call. So Call in place of Alex Sardina. Cowden was in place of Hayden Latham in the six and seven spots respectively. Nebraska three, BYU two, and the Cougs will take that break here in the top of the seventh. That was a three-strike strikeout for Cowden. The ball got away from Everett, and then he just sailed the throw to first base. It was backed up well, but Cowden reaches, and now the left-handed batter Brian Call in. So back-to-back lefties against the righty, taking off. It's a hit and run, and it'll take BYU out of the DP as the grounder to second is thrown from Jackson to Style. So the 4-3 ground out, but advancing on the ground out is Cowden. Down batting to catcher, number 24, Mason Strong. So 4-3 ground out. But it'll advance Cowden to second with one out. So a runner in scoring position now for Mason Strong. As the Cougs look to get back in this one, down 3-2 here in the top of the seventh. One out, one on. And Strong will take strike one. Nebraska took the lead today, 2-0 on the long ball. Then they played small ball to retake the lead. In the sixth, it was a hit by ba- uh, hit by pitcher, and then it was three consecutive sacrifice bunts to score a run, including a squeeze on the last one. Back-to-back-to-back to back to back bunts, and that's how Nebraska goes in front, 3-2. That's a single up the middle. The base hit will be collected by the center fielder. They're going to hold Cowden at third. It was pretty sharply hit and a short center. But strong singles for the second time today. And it'll be runners on the corners with one out. Cougars in a good spot here with Dawson Hall hitting and Ozzie Pratt on deck. So Josh Cowden at third on the single to center from Strong. And it'll be a conference on the mound and maybe a pitching change for Nebraska. They'll go to the pen. We'll take 60 seconds and tell you who's up next for the Cornhuskers on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Tyler Martin makes his 15th appearance for Nebraska. Appearance number 14 
came two nights ago against BYU, pitched one in a third of no-hit ball in that one nothing win for the Cornhuskers on Thursday night. Martin in 15 and a third this year has given up 11 hits, 11 runs, 10 of them earned. Almost 2-1 to one strikeout to walk ratio at 15 Ks to 8 free passes. His ERA is 5.87. He has a 2-0 record on the year. Tyler Martin, the new pitcher for the Nebraska Cornhuskers. He's a 6'2", 185-pound southpaw. Again, the Kooks coming in two today. We're hitting 087 against left-handed pitching. Now the Kooks did get, did get a couple of hits. In fact, four of them off the lefty Jackson Brockett before he was chased. Brockett replaced by Corbin Hawkins. Corbin Hawkins now spelled by Tyler Martin. The first batter he will face is the left-handed hitting Dawson Hall. So lefty v. lefty as Coach Will Bolt goes for the matchup. Dawson Hall in the series is two for nine with that two-run two, two run home run yesterday and three RBI for the series. He was hit by a pitch and scored on the Brock Watkins two-run home run in the sixth. He hits now in the seventh. Huskers up 3-2. Runners on the corners. Martin on the hill. And Dawson Hall swinging and missing at the first pitch. Off speed at 77. Dawson out in front. So the runner on third, Josh Cowden. The runner at first, Mason Strong. Sacrifice fly in play. One out. And corners for BYU here. Down a run. Squaring is Dawson. Pulls it back. Nebraska did use a squeeze bunt last inning to take the lead. 3-2. 2 nothing Huskers after home runs in the first and the third. Two-run shot. Watkins in the sixth tied the game. And then back-to-back-to-back bunts to score a run for Nebraska in the sixth, making it 3-2. Squaring is Dawson. And it's away for ball two, taking off on that square, leaving first base open is Strong. So Strong will take a base with one out and the count two and one to Dawson Hall. Now it's second and third, two runners in scoring position for Dawson, who's hitting 333 with runners in scoring position this year. I'm going to call that last pitch a little wild, allowing... The runner to get to second. Taking outside is Hall for strike two. So Mason Strong took second. They say on a wild pitch. So Cowden at third. Strong at second. And a 2-2 count to Dawson Hall. Lefty v. lefty here in a high leverage situation. A swing and a miss. That's a huge out for Nebraska. Dawson Hall on the whiff. And it'll bring up the top of the order. But a massive K for Tyler Martin. So second and third for Ozzy. He's hitting 333 runners in scoring position. 308 with two out. And there are two out and two on for BYU in the top of the seventh. Cougars looking for a timely hit. And that's outside blocked well by the catcher Everett. One ball, no strikes. Can the Cougars find... Another run or two here in the seventh. Tire take a lead. The go-ahead run is at second. The tying run at third. The 1-0 to Pratt, and that's again in the dirt. Two balls, no strikes. So Tyler Martin struggling to find the zone here. In the top of the seventh inning of a game, the Huskers lead 3-2. Getaway day for BYU. We're flying out of Omaha tonight. The wind has stayed stiff out to right all day long. Three home runs on the day. And that's opposite field, but fouled out of play. 
onto the berm down the third baseline. Two balls and a strike to Pratt. That was 89-mile-per-hour fastball barreled into foul territory by Ozzie. So top of the order, left-handed hitting Ozzie Pratt, the second baseman. He's 0 for 3 today. Three ground outs for Pratt. 1 for 12 in the series. Ozzie waggles the bat over his left shoulder, crouches and awaits the 2-1. The kick and fire from Martin, and that's a base hit up the middle. One run will score. Rounding third is strong. He comes home. Play will be cut off at the mound. It's a two-run single for Ozzie Pratt, and the Cougs retake the lead. 4-3. Ozzie coming through in the clutch. Second and third, two out singles straight up the middle for Ozzie. The throat of the plate was cut off. Ozzie's at first, and the Cougs are back in front, four to three. Back-to-back crooked number innings for BYU. Two in the sixth, two in the seventh. It's BYU four, Nebraska three. The Cougs are doing it again, trailing two-nothing twice yesterday and again today. They won both yesterday in the lead now here. Cougs lead for the first time today. At 4-3, Ozzie Pratt with his second hit of the series. A two-RBI single up the middle. Solidly cracked past the mound and into center field. And Watkins will foul it for strike two. That was an 0-1 count to Brock. A foul tip. 0-2 to Watkins with Ozzie at first base. So scoring were Josh Cowden from third and Mason Strong from second as Ozzie puts the Cougs in front in the seventh inning, 4-3. to three. Tyler Martin, southpaw, facing the righty Watkins. That'll be a swinging strikeout. Oh, beg your pardon. The count was wrong on the board. That's just the second strike. They placed two strikes on the board. I, I didn't think I'd missed a strike there, but and I had not. So now it's 0-2 to Brock Watkins. No balls, two strikes to Brock. Man on first, Ozzie Pratt. Ozzie will take off, and there's the swinging strikeout. So a swing and a miss from Brock, who tied the game last inning with a two-run shot. Ozzie Pratt puts the Cougs ahead with a two-run single. We go to the bottom of the seventh. Time for the seventh inning stretch, brought to you by Mountain America, official credit union of BYU Athletics. BYU 4, Nebraska 3 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Pitching change for BYU to start the bottom of the seventh. And welcome back, Aiden Callahan. It's brought to you by PZ Printing. PZ Printing, nothing inspires like print. It's a PZ Printing pitching change. And we see for the first time since March 15th, one month and one day ago, Aiden Callahan. It was after that one inning at Utah that he experienced soreness in his throwing arm and he's been on the men since he's activated and he is back and on the hill in a high pressure situation BYU 4 Nebraska 3 bottom 7 Cougars would love a clean inning the Cougs have yet to have a 1-2-3 inning yet today now would be the time after the Cougars take the lead Callahan just two innings of work but two perfect innings of work the big righty kicks and fires, and that's called strike at 91 from Aiden. So good to see him back on the mound. And that's a major trust situation, too, from Coach Trent Pratt bringing Aiden in in this situation. His first game back. That'll be a grounder handled by Deming at third. Fires to first, and that'll be one gone. 
And by the way, there's a defensive replacement at first now as Sardina's spot in the batting order was taken by Call. His spot on the field is being taken by Jacob Rogers. So Jacob Rogers, the new first baseman for BYU. One gone. No one on. Nebraska down 4-3. That's low and away from Callahan. Nebraska's had base runners in every inning through six. That's a grounder. Ozzie will charge hard at second, take it on the short hop, and that's two gone. That's a 4-3 after a 5-3. And that's two quickly out. And there just haven't been two quickly out innings for BYU yet today, as a matter of fact. That's the first time today that the first two batters have been retired. And again, the timing is impeccable with BYU having just taken the lead for the first time at 4-3 to three in the top of the seventh. Runners in scoring position today. Nebraska 0 for 4, BYU 3 for 5, and that's your ballgame right now. Fouled back to the screen by Griffin Everett. So it was Anglum on the 5-3, Anderson on the 4-3, the last two Nebraska batters. And now hitting is Griffin Everett. Two out, no one on. Can the Cougs get their first 1-2-3 inning of the day right here? That's low for ball one. One and one the count to Everett. Everett today, 0 for 2. A fly out, a ground out, and an HBP. He was hit by a pitch in that crazy fifth when BYU got out of the bases loaded situation. That's a whiff. Oh, nicely done by Aiden Callahan at 92 with some action. One ball, two strikes. Does Aiden have a wipeout pitch? And can BYU get its first 1-2-3 inning of the game? And there it is. It's a swing and a miss. Aiden Callahan retires all three batters he faces in the seventh. It's BYU's first one, two, three. We go top eight. BYU four, Nebraska three on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. We go to the eighth inning. BYU four and Nebraska three. Can the Cougs pull off another comeback win? Their first two wins, both of them yesterday, came after trailing 2-0, and BYU trailed 2-0 here today. They now lead 4-3, and leading off the BYU 8th is Mitch McIntyre. So BYU, when leading into the 8th this year, 16-1 is the record, and Nebraska, when trailing into the 8th, 2-16 is their record. Mitch singled in his last at-bat for his first hit of the series. He's 1-3 for three today. And he's one for four. Oh, is he? He beats the thrower. Yes, he does. That's a grounder to first. And Jack Style could have walked it to first, but he dropped the ball and he picked it up and scooped it to the pitcher. By the time he did it, Mitch McIntyre had reached first base. So that'll have to be a fielding error on the first baseman. As Mitch McIntyre, a slow roller to Style at first, he picked it up, was walking to first with it, and dropped the ball. Picked it up, scooped it to the covering Tyler Martin, but the pitcher and the runner reached at the same time. They called McIntyre safe. They'll go to the monitor to review. That was a simple grounder to the first baseman's style, and somehow he drops the ball after fielding cleanly. 
And they almost got Mitch on the scoop to the pitcher. But McIntyre was called safe. Now they go to the monitor. It's the fourth review of this series. We'd not seen a video review all year until we got to this Big Ten park where they allow it in non-conference games. For the time being, Mitch McIntyre is safe at first on what we'd have to call an E3. The air is up on the board already. And with the umpires checking the monitor down the third base line, head coach Will Bolt is going to come on out and have a conversation with the remaining arbiters. Head coach of the Cornhuskers is Will Bolt in his third series, third season. He's 53 and 43, the last the Big Ten Coach of the Year last year. He captained Nebraska's World College World Series teams in 2001 and 2002. A former assistant here at Nebraska and Texas A&M, a former head coach at Texarkana College, Will Bolt leads the Cornhuskers, who are struggling right now, to a 13-20 record, including 6-9 here at home. Now, why is that significant? Well, this is the 21st year of Haymarket Park, and in the first 20 years of this facility, Nebraska's had a winning home record in every year. Well, right now, they're three games under 500. If they don't come back and win today, they'll be four games under 500, a little past the halfway point in this season. They've looked at, oh, they call him out on review. So Mitch McIntyre did not beat the throw. He is out at first base. So the impact of the video monitor and video review finally results in an overturn. All the other calls were confirmed to this point. That is an overturn. And so take the error off the board and take McIntyre off the base paths. That'll be a simple, in the score sheet at least, 3-1 ground out in your box score. So, here in the top of the eighth, one out for Ryan Sapiti. And in reality, I mean, we would have expected McIntyre to be out. I mean, the first baseman handled the easy grounder and could have walked it to first with time to spare, but he dropped the ball, creating the drama on the play. That was initially called McIntyre safe, and then McIntyre out on review. And that's two balls to Ryan Sapiti, by the way. So Tyler Martin lefty on the hill and Ryan Sapiti righty in the box. Cooks up 4-3, top eight. The kick and fire, and that is lined up the middle on the ground for another single. BYU with a one-out single by Sapiti, And that's Ryan's second hit. He's now 2-4-12 in the series. So on the ground, right up the middle, the only question was, was one of those fielders going to dive to it and stab it? But even had they done so, it would have been an infield single for Sapiti on that roller to center field. So the single for Sapiti, BYU's seventh hit. BYU now out hitting Nebraska on the day. Another righty bat with Josh Cowden. I beg your pardon, Austin Deming in. Cowden's on deck. Swing and a miss from Austin. So man on first and one out. We're in the top of the eighth. BYU seven hits, four runs on seven hits. Nebraska three runs on six hits. And that's a whiff by Austin Deming. No balls and two strikes to Dem. BYU 10-4 and four this year when they out-hit the opposition. They're out-hitting Nebraska by one. They were out-hit in the game they won 7-6 yesterday. Taking his leadoff first is Sapiti. One out, one on. Top eight, Cougs four, Cornhuskers three. Austin Deming hitting. And that is through the left side. 
for back-to-back singles. Left fielder handles. First and second for BYU. One out. And they're going to pinch hit for Cowden. Max Harper will get a look. So Max Harper will now hit in the sixth spot. Here in the bottom of the eighth, a single to left for Austin Deming. Back-to-back singles for BYU. Sapiti goes to second. Deming at first. And now Max Harper, the pinch hitter for BYU, with first and second and one out here in the top of the eighth. Cougars looking for insurance runs, leading four to three. So Max Harper will dig in. Max just two at-bats on the year. Hitless in two pinch hit appearances. And that's fouled off home plate and the catcher's toe, maybe even hand there into fair territory, but it'll be a foul ball 0-1. So Max Harper got an at-bat at Arizona State. Struck out. And then he was out in his one appearance at Dixie State in a pinch hit appearance. So third pinch hit at-bat of the year for the six foot two, 225-pound sophomore, the first baseman Max Harper. A Juco transfer from Patrick Henry Community College. Max hails from Spotsylvania, Virginia. Harper facing Tyler Martin. Lefty on the hill, righty in the box. First and second for BYU. One out, top eight, one run game. And Max will take for strike two. So Max gets behind. And the advantage goes now to the southpaw, Tyler Martin. Third pitcher used by head coach Will Bolt today. BYU's used four pitchers. And Aiden Callahan looked good in his one inning of work coming out of the pen in the seventh. We're in the top of the eighth, 4-3 Kooks. The 0-2 to Harper. And that'll be a chopper foul down the third baseline. Back to Aiden Callahan. It's his first work in a month and a day, and he looked good in command. The last batter he faced was a swinging strikeout. The first 1-2-3 inning defensively for BYU today comes in the seventh. Base runners have been on in all six innings till that point for Nebraska. Cougars perhaps fortunate to have the 4-3 lead, that being the case. The 0-2, chase pitch, and Max won't bite. One ball, two strikes to Harper. Sapiti on second, Deming on first, with back-to-back one-out singles after McIntyre was retired on the unusual 3-1 ground out that included a video review and overturn at first base. The 1-2 to Harper. Cougs have come back to win on Friday twice. Can they do it again Saturday? The 1-2, and that's a number back to the pitcher. He'll go to second, but through high. Did they get him? They didn't. He slides in safe. Does Deming. The throw from the pitcher was high. It took the second baseman to the shortstop off the bag just enough time to let Deming slide in. And it's first, second, and third. Bases loaded, one out. That was a number to the pitcher. Martin handles it, goes for Deming at second, but he threw high, took the fielder off the bag. Deming slid in. They called him safe. Will this be another video review? BYU 4-3, the lead. If this call stands, the Cougars might be able to bust this game open in the eighth. So first and second, one out. Max Harper dribbled a grounder to the pitcher, Martin. He handles cleanly, turns and fires to second to try and get Deming there. The pitch, or the throw was high. Fielder comes off the bag. And in that time, Deming slid in. They called him safe, and yes, they're going to the monitor. 
Will this work in Nebraska's favor for a second time in this inning? Video review number five, if I've got my count correct, this weekend. Mm. If the call stays safe, it's bases loaded one out for BYU in the top of the eighth. If Deming is called out, it'll be first and third with two out. What a massive review this is. So Max Harper hitting in the six hole. Latham began the game there. Cowden pinch hit for him and Harper pinch hit for Cowden in that spot. And Max right now is at first base. The one thing we do know is that Max will be at first base and that Sapiti will be at third base. The only question is, is Deming at second and is there one or two out? High leverage situation, let's call it. Top of the eighth, BYU four, Nebraska three, one or two out and two or three on for BYU here in the top of the eighth inning. What an interesting game, an interesting weekend this has been at Haymarket Park. Weather notwithstanding, and it's been a cold, windy weekend, but again, the attendance has not been an issue. A lot of fans have come out. The temperature right now is 45 degrees. It feels like a 38 with the wind at 16 miles per hour right now. And they've reviewed it, and they're looking at it, and they will say safe, and it's bases loaded. One out on the review. Austin Deming can stay where he is at second base. So Sapedi at third, Deming at second, and Max Harper reaching on a fielder's choice. And on that fielder's choice with a wild throw by the pitcher to the second baseman, it will allow Deming to reach there. And so it'll be a throwing error. And on the E1, Deming is at second. Harper was going to reach on the fielder's choice, but Deming is at second courtesy of the E1 throwing error. That should have been first and third, two out for Nebraska. Instead, bases loaded, one out, and the sacrifice fly in play as Jacob Rogers pinch, hit, pinch hits in the seven hole. And that'll be lined off the pitcher's glove. It's a force. They'll throw home, and that will be the second out as Sapiti is erased coming home. Bases loaded, force situation. The grounder sharply up the middle and off the glove of the pitcher, Martin. Once he recovered and found the ball, he just tosses it home, and it stays bases loaded two out now in the top of the eighth. So the pinch hitting Jacob Rogers reaches on a fielder's choice. As that's gone 1-2 on the out and the force at home, and a strike is taken by Mason Strong hitting out of the eight hole. And two gone for BYU, still bases loaded. BYU now one for three in bases loaded situations in the series. 0 for 1 today. Bases still juiced for Mason Strong. He's had a good series. The 0-1, that's high for ball one. So one ball, one strike to the catcher Mason Strong. Singled in the third and was stranded. Grounded out in the fifth and then singled and scored in the seventh. On the Aussie Pratt two-run single, bringing home Latham, or Cowden at that time, and Strong. One ball, one strike to Mason. 
And Mason swings and misses, creating a 1-2 count. BYU looking for insurance here in the top of the eighth. BYU 4, Nebraska 3. The sacks are stacked with Cougs. And Mason Strong, the freshman catcher, who had the game-winning home run yesterday in the eighth, today hits in the eighth in a bases-loaded situation. What will he do with the 1 and 2? Tyler Martin. The lanky southpaw on the hill looks in, gets his sign, comes set. Winds up and delivers, and that's a swinging strikeout. Nebraska gets out of the inning. No one across for BYU. Bases loaded, one out, and the Cougs get nothing. We go bottom eight. BYU four, Nebraska three. Four BYU in the eighth. No runs on two hits. There was an error, and three were left on. BYU 4, Nebraska 3, bottom of the 8th next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Aiden Callahan stays on the hill for BYU. One perfect inning in the books. He has three perfect innings on the year. Fastball 88-91, to 91. cutter in the low 80s, a change in the high 70s, and a curve in the mid-70s, the Aiden Callahan arsenal. BYU 4, Nebraska 3, bottom 8, and strike 1 taken by Nick Wimmers. Aiden Callahan, the 6'5", 225-pound senior from Boise, Idaho, and Everett Community College transfer. Had Tommy John surgery earlier in his career, and earlier this year was on the bench for about a month dealing with arm issues, but he has recovered. It's his first active weekend this weekend. And he's on the hill with BYU in a one-run game. The 1-1 to Wimmers. The 1-2 as he swings and misses, and it pops out of the leather of Mason Strong. So 1-2. Callahan facing Wimmers. The 5-6-7 hitters do up here in the bottom of the eighth. BYU 4, Nebraska 3. Kooks trailed 2-0, tied the game at 2, went down 3-2, take a one-run lead on a two-run Ozzie Pratt single in the seventh. After a Brock Watkins two-run home run in the sixth, they've been the comeback Cougs all weekend. Can they do it again and win the series? The 2-2 to Wimmers. The kick and fire from Callahan. That's a slow roller to Ozzie Pratt. Handled well. The fire to first. That's one gone. Pratt to Rogers, 4-3. to three, And one out here in the bottom of the eighth. Nebraska down to its final five outs. Cougars a one-run lead. And it's been one-run games all weekend. Thursday night, Nebraska wins 1-0. BYU was one hit that night. Then yesterday, a 3-2 BYU win, a 7-6 BYU win. And right now, a 4-3 BYU lead. Leighton Banjoff, the left fielder, hits with one out and no one on here in the bottom of the eighth. And Aiden Callahan has retired the first four batters he has faced here in Lincoln. The open stance of Leighton Banjoff as he takes ball one. And takes strike one. Gets the outside edge at fastball at 93 from Aiden. The 1-1. Foul back out of play. One ball, two strikes to Banjoff, who today is officially one for one with a run scored. He also has a walk and a hit by pitch. He's reached in all three plate appearances. The delayed delivery on the windup from Callahan, and that'll be nubbed. Chopped foul down the third baseline. Stays one and two. Cougars looking to square the all-time series with Nebraska at six games apiece. Their first ever meeting came in March of 1980 in Riverside, California. 
As that's outside for ball two. They then met later that same year in the NCAA tournament in Ann Arbor, Michigan, and BYU lost both games in that encounter. BYU going out of league this weekend. It's a sharp shot, line down the third base line. It'll be extra bases, double into the left field corner as Dawson Hall handles and fires in, but it is a one-out double for Leighton Banjoff as he's reached in all four plate appearances today. That was a sharp shot down the third base line. Nothing Austin Deming could do about that one. And Aiden Callahan's given up his first hit of the season. So Ifrae Cervantes will hit. Ifrae Cervantes, fielder's choice in the second, flied out in the fourth, and a fielder's choice bunt, sacrifice in the uh, sixth inning. So Cervantes 0 for 2 officially. And take strike one from Callahan. He attempted to sacrifice in the sixth, but the out wasn't made. It was a, a poor throw, so ended up reaching on the play, and everyone advanced. A swing and a miss as Cervantes goes behind 0-2 to Callahan. So one-out double for Leighton Banjoff. He's at second. Can the Cougars keep him there? No balls and two strikes. Cervantes awaits the offering from Callahan. Righty v. Righty here. Callahan stares in. Comes set. Kicks and fires. And that's a swinging strikeout. Great pitch. Strong setting up outside. The pitch is outside and chasing it with Cervantes for a big second out. That's a swinging K. A frontwards K and two gone with one man on. On second base is Leighton Banjoff. Core Jackson, left-handed hitter out of the eight-hole bats. He struck out in the second. He singled in the fourth. And then he had the sacrifice bunt in the sixth for his one-for-two day. Empty count, two out, one on. BYU a one-run lead, bottom eight here in Lincoln. Callahan looking to shut the door for the inning. Reed McLaughlin's warming up in the pen. The Cougar closer getting ready. Will they go to Reed in the ninth? The wind just blew the cap off of Aiden Callahan's head. This wind has gotten even stiffer in the last half hour. Began swirling in the last 20 minutes, just whipping debris around the press box area. 45 degrees outside. It feels like of 38 with a 16-mile-per-hour wind right now. Feels gusting more like 20 as it's picked up. Two outs, one on. That's a swing and a miss from Core Jackson. Home plate umpire giving Aiden Callahan a new ball and doing it personally, walking out to hand it to him. On the grass, this natural grass and dirt surface, and Aiden in a good spot. Jersey number 40 on Callahan, jersey number 20 on Core Jackson. And can Aiden be twice as good on this pitch? 0-2 the count. Two out, man on second. Cougs looking to get out of the inning. No damage done. Core Jackson crouches. Slowly balances the bat on his left shoulder. Awaits the 0-2 and it dirted it. Did Callahan. The runner will advance to third. So Aiden spikes it on the 0-2. 
Now, I'm sure he's thinking chase pitch, but not that kind. And so the runner advances to third, and one and two the count. Aiden still needs just one good pitch. Core Jackson digs in. Runner dancing off third to distract Callahan. BYU by a run, 4-3. That's in the air to left. Dawson Hall makes the catch. It was a dipping ball around the knees, and he goes to a knee to make the grab. Oh, Dawson. It's out number three by Dawson Hall. Made it interesting. That was a difficult ball that Hall had to handle, and the wind, even though it wasn't blowing that direction, was still a factor on that play. What a play by Dawson Hall. He gets handshakes and high fives from his teammates. Good play, and that'll be it for the Huskers in the eighth. For Nebraska, no runs and a hit. No errors. There was a man left on. We go top nine. Cougars four, Cornhuskers three on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. He recorded the last out on defense in the eighth. He leads off for BYU offensively in the ninth. He is Dawson Hall and swings and misses at the first pitch he sees from Tyler Martin here in the top of the ninth. We go to the ninth, BYU four and Nebraska three here in Lincoln. Tyler Martin, third pitcher used today. Gets a called strike two on Dawson Hall. Dawson took the barrel off the shoulder, didn't swing it, but it's called second strike. Tyler Martin into his... The end of his second inning of work, one and two-thirds coming into this inning. The 0-2 to Hall. That's a swinging strikeout for Dawson. Back-to-back swinging Ks for Dawson today, and that'll likely be his day on offense. So one out for the top of the order. Ozzie Pratt will hit. Ozzie today, the big hit, the go-ahead, two-run RBI single in the seventh inning. And he fouls that to the screen. No balls and a strike. Ozzie went 4-3 ground out. Unassisted ground out to first base. 4-3 ground out. Then single up the middle. Scoring two. Josh Cowden and Mason Strong in the seventh. That was for the 4-3 lead. That's dirted for ball one by Martin. And that 4-3 lead holds to the ninth. Nebraska down to its final three outs. BYU in taking a lead into the ninth. 16-1 on the year. Ozzie doesn't offer, but takes strike two. Nebraska, when trailing into the ninth, 2-15 on the season. Two big hits of Brock Watkins' two-run home run, the Ozzie Pratt two-run single. And that's a grounder to first. And Jack Style will handle, and this time walk with no difficulties whatsoever, the baseball to first base. And record the out. So two gone for BYU. Brock Watkins now. So all the RBIs coming from the one and two spots in the order today. Two from Pratt, two from Watkins. Brock Watkins has two swinging strikeouts today, but they sandwiched the two-run home run in the sixth. He goes opposite field, up in the air to right again, but it won't get to the wall this time. It's caught shy of the track, and that'll be three up, three down for BYU in the ninth. We go to the bottom of the ninth. Can BYU nurse the one-run lead and come away with a one-run win? Come back and find out on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. PZ Printing Pitching Change brought to you by PZ Printing. PZ Printing, nothing inspires like print. Right, Reed McLaughlin, the new pitcher for BYU. Well, the Cougs hoping to ride this uh, one-run lead to victory 
The big blast in the game, a Zions Bank home run from Brock Watkins in the sixth that tied the game at two after BYU went down 3-2. Ozzie Pratt untied the game with a two-run single in the seventh. The score has held since that time. But that Zions Bank home run brought to you by Zions Bank for Bank that helps you game plan for life. Zions Bank is for you was Brock Watkins' third homer of the year. Reed McLaughlin looking to close it out. He got the save in the first of two yesterday. Reed, six saves on the year, 16 and a third innings, 19 hits, 11 runs, six earned. He has struck out 15, walked five, pitched one and a third yesterday for the save in the opener against Nebraska. Did not give up a hit in his one and a third, struck out a batter. Reed is on the hill to close it out for BYU here in the ninth inning. BYU four, Nebraska three, first pitch is low to Jack Style. Style. Chick and Anglum do up. The 9-1 and 2 hitters. Style has two RBI today, including a solo home run in the third. Cougars have some work to do to get outs here in the ninth as that's a taken strike at 95 miles per hour. Top of the zone for strike one. One and one the count to Jack Style, the first baseman. Reed kicks and fires, and that's foul tip strikeout, or foul tip strike two. One and two the count to Jack Style. And Jack Style has struck out in eight of his last nine games, but has not struck out today, so I guess he's due right here, right now. One ball, two strikes from McLaughlin to Style. The kick and fire, and that's line foul down the first baseline. That's Sizzler on the ground. will roll all the way to the right field corner. Ball being retrieved from someone in the BYU bullpen. He tosses it to the kids on the berm down the first baseline. We're back and set. One ball, two strikes. McLaughlin to Style. Mm, and the backwards K. There it is. The strikeout of Jack Style. And the Cougs have one out here in the top of the uh, bottom of the ninth and that was a 97 mile per hour heater from Reed McLaughlin the high fastball taken for strike three style goes down with the backwards K and with one out the top of the order Cam Chick lefty in the box righty on the hill BYU two outs away from a win here in Lincoln that's inside and low for ball one Reed McLaughlin fired up he's got that orange glove on his left hand he works first base side of the rubber, holds the glove at his chest, puts his right hand into that glove at his waist, kicks and fires, swing and a miss from Cam Chick. Chick has a solo home run on the day. A base on balls, a single, a strikeout. A two for three day with a run on an RBI on that home run. The one and one with one gone to Chick. And Chick will line it. Over the head of the shortstop into left field. It's a one-out single for Cam Chick, and the time run is aboard here in the bottom of the ninth. So Cam Chick, a very good day today. Three for four. And the go-ahead run comes to the plate in Garrett Anglum. BYU's a double play away from a 4-3 win. But Anglum can do damage. Leads in doubles and triples. A one for three, a one for four day today. McLaughlin on the hill. Chick taking a lead off first. Anglum in the box. And a strike one call. 
to Anglum. One out, one on, one run game. The first three games here in Lincoln, all one run games. And this is a one run game in the bottom of the ninth. BYU four, Nebraska three. BYU in the black Sailor Coog jer- jerseys today. Set up outside is strong. And that's lined out of play to the upper deck here at Haymarket Park. It's a good count for Reed. No balls and two strikes. That was a 96-mile-per-hour four-seamer fouled away. 0-2, one out, one on. One run lead, 4-3, Cougs bottom nine. Cougs looking for their 20th win of the season. Took them until mid-May to get to 20 last year. We're in mid-April. The 0-2, and ooh, just a little high. The call is ball one at 97 miles per hour again. Mid-90s for McLaughlin. Laying off was Anglum for ball one. One and two. Wind up and delivery. Runner takes off. The throw to second is high. And the runner steals on ball two. Runner in scoring position now as Cam Chick. One for five on stolen bases until that moment is now two for six. And a runner in scoring position with now one out. For Garrett Anglum, two balls, two strikes. The tying run is at second base. Neither team has played an extra inning game this year. The Cougs hope it doesn't come here. Two and two. Reed looking for the wipeout pitch. They'll call time. So it's 1.40 central time. The Cougs fly out of Omaha just after 6 central time tonight. So there are some time issues involved if this game were to go extras. The 2-2. The kick and fire, and that's a backwards K. The punch out, the cut looking. And despondently, Anglum will trudge back to the dugout. A big out, a second out. And the Cougars are one out away in the bottom of the ninth. So Max Anderson will hit as Nebraska's last hope. Man on second. Two gone and both outs on caught-looking strikeouts here in the bottom of the ninth thrown by Reed McLaughlin, the Cougars' career saves leader. Six saves on the year. The wind whips his jersey as it's a grounder. It is going to be in between. Pratt will scoop. They get him! Pratt charging it. Scoops it up and over to first for out number three. Ozzie throws his glove in celebration as Max Anderson slams his helmet in frustration. And the Cougs win it 4-3 and take the series 3-1. It is three one-run wins for the Cougars here in Lincoln. And what a play to finish it. The slow roller that Ozzie Pratt had to charge near first base. He scooped it up, a short throw to first in time, and the Cougars win it by a score of 4-3. What a game and what a win for BYU. Postgame coverage starts next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.